your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. You may have seen a documentary that aired on RT television last night called Jackie and Coco, and it's also available on the RTE player. And it follows the journey of Irish mother Jackie Fox after her daughter Nicole died by suicide due to online bullying. The Minister of Justice, Helen McEntee, has said it is not possible to legally change the title of the bill to Coco's Law in memory of Nicole. Helen McEntee um, got her secretary to ring me and arrange a meeting. She also announced that week that she was pregnant. I knew who Jackie was. I knew what had happened to Nicole. I'd heard her speak. I'd seen her speak. We just hadn't met in person. Um, and it was probably, I'd say, the most emotional meeting I've, I've had in my whole time in politics. I brought four photographs in to the meeting. I took one of the photographs out and it was a baby scan. And I said, there's where you are, you're pregnant, you have your baby scan, and there's Nicole's baby scan. The second photograph I put down was Nicole's christening. The third photograph I put down was Cole in her communion dress. The fourth photograph I put down was a photograph that I've never seen before, never ever wanted to see, and that was Nicole um, laid out in, in, in her coffin. Jackie brought photos of Nicole and, you know, we just talked about Nicole and who she was and how difficult it was for her, you know, as a mum to watch her child go through that and, and why it was so important to her to have this law and to pass this law and to do everything that she possibly could to make sure that she wasn't, that somebody else didn't go through the pain that she was going through. At the end, I remember just, me and Helen just stared at each other, what seemed like for ages, but it wouldn't have been. And she just, she just nodded her head. I just said, thank you. I, I hadn't a clue why I was thanking her, but I knew she got me. Yes, Jackie Fox there, and uh, this led to Coco's Law, which was signed into law in Ireland in 2020, that banned the sharing of intimate images without a person's consent for the first time, and it will now be brought in in Europe at EU level. And Mary Dunn from the National Association for Victims of Bullying, Graham Mulhern from Be Secure, Limerick solicitor Melanie Power, and Jessica Gill, who's a member of Plan Ireland. Plan International Ireland's Youth Advisory Panel all join me now. Um, Jessica, um, you saw the documentary. Uh, talk to us about what you thought of it and your response to it. Hi, thank you Hi. for having me. I thought that it was a really impactful documentary. I think anyone watching would agree that it was a very emotional watch and a very moving watch. I think it's incredible what Jackie Fox has done to ensure this legislation protects all victims of online abuse and harassment, and especially that she's campaigning at the EU level to ensure that this protection is uh, implemented across all the 27 member states. Yeah, it is remarkable, isn't it, that somebody can take such a terrible situation and all the grief that goes with it and turn it into a campaign that, from a legal perspective, has been disaffective. Yes, it's really incredible, and I think it's very inspiring to show that 
you don't have to be a politician to have this big influence in policy. An ordinary person can make such a change and such an impact by harnessing their personal experience and emotions and really inspire other people to do the same. And I think a lot of people in Ireland are so grateful that she has done this because it will really impact a lot of uh, lives in the future, especially girls, young women who are disproportionately impacted by online harassment. Yeah. As I mentioned, Limerick Solicitor Melanie Power is with me and morning to you. Uh, and you saw it last night. What did you think? Yeah, it was absolutely groundbreaking. The only thing I can compare it with was when Vicky Phelan took to, um, the Late Late Show and gave her incredible interview. It was just absolutely gut-wrenching it, it, from such tragedy that Jackie Fox has emerged as and has found from the depths of her soul to to go forward and to try and make things better for other people and to do it in the memory of her daughter um it it like it's in, it's incredibly moving um and she she had spoken at i think it was at Strasbourg and she had gone into the room beforehand and you know there's empty seats and there is tv screens and um, that room is going to be filled with really important people and she's going to be on an elevated platform and she's she's not she's not somebody that's comfortable giving public speaking and she she speaks about her nerves but she always found it within within her heart because she she spoke about how she felt that her daughter was with her and that gave her the strength to go up and to push herself beyond where she felt comfortable and um, to do something that is incredibly it's it's remarkable um it's going to impact 750 million people and she's doing it in the name of her daughter but mm. even when she successfully did that when she left it's bittersweet for her all of the time because yeah. she is going home to her daughter's empty room she spoke about her daughter being like her shadow um and you know that bond between a, a mum and daughter is incredibly special and she she's lost that and it's it's just so tragic yeah, and I suppose from the outside, we can look at the law and think it's very clinical, you know, and all the study that someone like you had to do, for example, to qualify. But it just shows the human connection between something like this and the law that emerged from it. Yeah, look, law is for people. It's made by people. It's for people. It has to work for people. Um, when this law came in in 2021, there was a really slow uptake on it. Um, and Simon Harris, who just has such a practical head in him, has has launched a, a threat to share a campaign in May 2023. And from that, we saw that there was a lot more prosecutions being brought forward. Um, there is a website called hotline.ie. It's set up by the Gardaí and people can anonymously report images there. And that has been very impactful um, because obviously there is a fear amongst youth that if you and, and people generally, if you report the image and it's about yourself, um, there's a, a huge embarrassment that comes with it and, and that can, can feed into it. So having an anonymous reporting um, platform has has really helped and there were we'll say in April 2023 there were only 100 prosecutions commenced but by December 2023 that had grown to over 350 and I think that's really testament to the, the threat to share awareness campaign and, and we've seen those ads on RT as well with the the youth the young fella in the corner and he's talking about oh but I, but I took the image and I only shared it I didn't mean to do it you know yes that, the ad yeah, th yeah. those showing kind that of ads, it's actually know. a crime it's, yeah. it's a crime, you know, yeah. and and I think it's important that people understand that it, it, there doesn't have to be an intent to harm somebody, that 
by sharing an intimate image of somebody, you can be creating a criminal offence. And be it that it is a picture that is purported to be a body part, um, that also is captured by the legislation. And is it also the case that if you threaten to do so, that can be considered a crime? Yeah, absolutely. And and like the, the this act has given the Gardaí a lot more power to be able to prosecute. But also, what it does is it's it's set out um, sentencing for the courts. So they can give sentences of up to seven years, and they will look at aggravating factors. So, like where there is threats like that, particularly that's a factor in coercive relationships. Um, that that can be uh, considered by the courts in in extending um, a, a sentence. Right. Um, and Mary Dunn, as I mentioned, a good friend of the show from the National Association for Victims of Bullying is uh, with us. And, and Mary, do you feel that as a society, we are much more aware of this problem than we were? And is that helping? Good morning, Joe. Morning. And I'd like to give a big shout out to Jackie. She certainly has made my life much easier in explaining to victims uh, has things changed, Joe? It's got worse. So we have a lot of victims, a lot of people out there who don't know their rights. Look, I hope looking at the programme last night, a lot of people in that situation would realise that there is a law there. So it is reaching out. And again, it's thanks to Jackie. Right, but you think it is a lot worse than it was? Yes. Technology has taken over where we had the human voice intimidating, we now have machines that are doing it. And young people especially are not aware of their rights. And it, it, um, it, it's it's becoming, Joe, horrific that um, there isn't enough people out there to support people with these issues. We don't have the time, we don't have the, the proper people in place to be able to say to somebody, that is coercive behaviour, you have a place to go. You can go and report it. You will be listened to. This is all new, and it would have been all new to a lot of people last night looking at the programme. Yes, and, you know, Nicole died when she was 21 after three years of bullying, and there are a lot of people who may not end up dying by suicide, but they are deeply impacted by this sort of bullying, aren't they? The anxiety that it leaves. The, what it takes from a human being is unbelievable, Joe, because they feel they have no rights. They feel that this individual who has taken over their life has the power to destroy them. And they go to bed every night. They don't sleep. They're looking for medication. They're looking for ways to be calm. They're looking for ways to live. It's destroying lives, and we've got to recognize it. So for anyone who was watching the documentary last night or hearing our chat this morning who has been impacted and they'd like to get support, where can they go to get help, Mary? Well, you've heard about the helpline and I think that there are a lot of organisations out there, your union, if you're in work, your union member. I think really and truly start talking. I think the big issue is that everything is silent. And if if you remain silent, you are handing over that power to that individual. So break the silence is what we've always said, Joe, down through the years. Please, somebody stand up and say, I'm taking no more. I'm going to seek help. There's plenty. HSE have helplines. 
we are all out there. We want to support you. We want to give you the information. And we want to be able to say to you, you're not on your own. Right. Uh, listeners saying young girls round on other girls and use social media and fake accounts to bully someone. Teenagers do not have the resilience for this. And it's particularly difficult when parents get involved and sometimes do it too. A disaster and no social media site takes down content immediately. The damage is done. Ask any secondary school. Uh, some teenagers, mum listening right now, knows exactly what uh, we are talking about. Um, well, look, there you go. And, uh, you know, it does seem to be something that is prevalent um, in many, many sections of our society around the country. And Graham Mulhern uh, of Be Secure Online is also with us. Um, Graham, just from an online security standpoint, if you wanted to track down an anonymous account online that was sending hate, can you do it easily or is it always better to go to the guardie? Um, firstly, good morning, Joe. Um it's very difficult to do. Um, and just in relation to something your previous speaker said, um, the the idea of parents getting involved is absolutely ridiculous. Um, parents must never get involved. Uh, they must never go to visit the, um, the, the, the house of the, the person they suspect to be bullying. This is really important that people step out of their uh, consciousness and hand this over to the Gardaí. We've got to get the Gardaí involved. We've got to get the judicial system, the wheels of that oiled and greased. We've got to focus on the number of people who are involved in the lobbying industry on behalf of technology. Back to your original question. Um, no, it's not easy. Uh, it requires a reference from the Garda National Cyber Unit to Interpol. And just that transfer takes weeks, and Interpol are backed up to the nines. Uh, very, very difficult to recruit staff at Interpol at the moment. The Garda National Bureau of Cybercrime is also finding it difficult to get people. Um, so the problems are very, very typical, and we don't really have a, a legal framework yet to support the handling of all of this, and especially at the judicial level. But uh, in reference to your question, is it easy to track down? No, it is very, very difficult to blindly uh, go after an anonymous, especially with things like uh, VPNs and other technology. So not easily done, Joe, not easy. Right, and uh, Melanie, I mean, uh, on the basis of what Graham has said there, can it take a long time for something like this to wind through the legal process, criminal or, or otherwise? Yeah, I mean, there there are delays in the courts at every level, unfortunately, in Ireland. Um, and there's changes trying to be made to try and impact that. But it is impacting access to justice and time frame for, for cases. I know like the circuit court in Limerick there um, has a backlog of nearly 18 months from when a case is set down for trial before a trial date is given. It's one of the biggest um, backlogs in the country. So it is a problem across all um, all areas of law at present. Right. Um, and Jessica Gill, I mean, from a young person's point of view, you know, they're often the targets of this, but by virtue of uh, you know, lack of experience and their time of life, they can often find it more difficult than at any other age to cope with it and and to know what to do about it. Isn't that the case? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's really important that this is a discussion in schools so that young people can understand that, you know, what is happening 
shouldn't be happening to them, that it is a criminal act, that there are supports available to them so that they know there is someone they can go to and that they will be taken seriously. I think that's one of the main concerns that a lot of people feel very, and there's no one to go to and they don't know if they do speak up that it will be received properly. And are schools getting better in this area? I would like to think that with the likes of this documentary and with this law that it is going to improve. And I know that there are some education awareness campaigns created by the government in uh, in promoting kind of awareness about this law. And I hope that this will have a big impact. Okay. Well, listen, it's something we're going to continue to follow, as indeed we have before last night's remarkable documentary, uh, which was Jackie and Coco. It's still available on the RTE player and Coco's law, which is in in Ireland, is now going to impact across the European uh, Union, which is a remarkable achievement by uh, Irish mum Jackie Fox. And thank you very much to Jessica Gill, who's a member of Plan International Ireland's Youth Advisory Panel, Graham Mulhern from Be Secure, Limerick Solicitor Melanie Power, and Mary Dunn from the National Association of Victims of Bullying. Your views, your news, your Limerick today.